Welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate these hypersexualized times of ours. And today I'm interviewing a guy named Steven. This dude is really, really cool. I like him a lot. Call me biased, but I've witnessed this guy go through this quantum leap of growth in his life in just three months. And I wanted to put him under the microscope to highlight what is possible in terms of growth in a person's life in just three months if they're clear about who they want to be and what they want out of life. He's going to help me explain the North Star goal, which I've already talked about so many times, but he's lived it and he's seen the value of it. And so we're going to go through the process of how he formulated the North Star goal, how he implemented the North Star goal, and what he got on the other side of this process of living his future self. So if you're interested in, say, growing and being like a happy, super happy, healthy person, this is a great episode for you. So let's get into it with Stephen Bayless. Welcome back, everybody. We have a special guest here. I've curated this human being. I picked him to be on this podcast because, as you guys know, I'm obsessed with the North Star goal. I've been talking about it on the podcast, obviously, but like pretty much every one-on-one call that I have, I created the High Noon Boot Camp, which is essentially just all about the North Star goal. I'm really obsessed with it. I believe that it's the key to quantum leaps of growth in your life. And I believe that what's holding us back from growing quickly is just lack of clarity about what it is that we do want. And so in my first boot camp ever, I had six little guinea pigs that I I tried this experiment on. And so the boot camp, the thesis was this. If you had six people in a group who really wanted to grow a lot in three months, and they all dedicated more time and more energy into their North Star goal than most people, then they would grow a lot more than most people. And what I found was that is pretty much true. And one of my proudest moments was this, this man right here, you know, how much he grew. And he's now actually facilitating the second round of boot camps. And so I just wanted to pick his brain a little bit about why on earth he was able to grow so much, why he was able to see the North Star goal. And I want him to explain what the North Star goal means to him because I'm sick of explaining it. I'm getting worse. Every time I explain it, I get worse. So all the way from the United Kingdom, which is somewhere east of me, like due east, I think you're due east, a young man named Stephen Bayless, who is tall. He can lift a lot of weights. <laughs> He's a really cool guy. Welcome, Stephen. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And it's when you hear me speak and when you hear him speak, I know that you gravitate towards respecting him more because he sounds more austere. He's got this proper <laughs> accent. I sound like a goofball. Stephen, how old are you? Let's start with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm 24 years old. Yeah, had my birthday last week. Hey, a week. A week. Yeah, a week. Ago. So you're fresh 24. Yeah, a fresh, fresh. Yeah. You're still testing it out. How does how does it feel 24? Mm, it's a good age. I like it. It's a good number. So I didn't know you at all before. Maybe three and a half months ago, I had no idea of your existence. Probably vice versa. And what attracted you to this idea of a boot camp? What? Why did you feel like you wanted to grow? I was actually suggested to me by uh, my accountability partner, Nick Jones. So shout out to him. So hey, he suggested Nick it. Cause I, did, I didn't actually hear of it. And then he proposed it. I was like, oh, that sounds really good. And then it took me a while to like actually commit to it. But I, I thought I couldn't like 
I think I definitely regret not taking up that chance because I'm like, this is something that I'd love to just do and commit more because I felt in my past groups, it's easy to get comfortable or to coast at times. Uh, I felt like this is a really good opportunity to, yeah, switch it up and actually put more on the line. And how long was that between when you heard about it and wanted to do it and when you actually committed, when you were just struggling to actually commit? Was it like a week, two weeks? Oh, yeah, I think so. But honestly, I can't remember. So it might have, might have been like more like two weeks, but I feel like I committed at the last moment, basically. So <laughs> it doesn't make me look that. It doesn't paint me in a great picture. But that's all right. <laughs> no, but that's important because that's where most people are at. They see like this amazing opportunity to grow, right? And then they're like, man, I should do that. And then they just continue to scroll or doing whatever they were doing. And then they yeah, yeah. kind of go back into their comatose state. So you hopped in. And then, you know, I worked with you a lot on the North Star goal. So I want, I, I want to really understand, like, was it clear from the outset what you were committing to in terms of the North Star goal? Or was it something that became kind of clear the more that you worked on it? Oh, I think both. Like, it sounds like a cop-out answer, but I think that's the truth. I was thinking about it a bit today. I think that was like the, the starkest or like the biggest difference from like the other groups is I felt like coming into it, I felt a lot more deeply connected to to my goal. And there was like an emotional connection, which wasn't there previously. I think it's too easy to think of like a logical should go right like oh i should uh, lose some weight or i want to study x amount of hours a day it doesn't actually move me at all right yeah so i think that was like the biggest difference just coming into it yeah with this like powerful goal but then that did become clearer and i felt that evolve throughout the process and yeah through ups and downs as well it wasn't like easy sailing and i think just committing to the process of yeah committing to a north star goal and reviewing that week by week was um definitely a big a big change we don't want to get too personal, but like your North Star goal was really cool. And I've used it without your name, obviously, to kind of give an, a great example of a powerful North Star goal. Because, well, first of all, what what was it, if you don't mind saying? That's okay. I've got it uh, written. It's just behind you. So it's, it's on my wall. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a good reminder. So my North Star goal for the last three months was I'm worth fighting for. Rise up, warrior, and take on your life. Yeah. So these are all words and a sentiment that form a sent like words that form a sentiment that produce a desire so he's mm. like that those kind of words to me are not they would not work with me because we're different people right? <laughs> but for him they were like where he's at in his life and the type of person he is those words got him into the mode of okay let's let's do this let's make something happen so you were was it more of like you created kind of like a mantra based off of like you had a certain desire in mind and then you kind of reverse engineered it into a mantra or did you start with those words and then you figured out what they mean after? I think the latter so like I'm worth fighting for is I think just what came up when I I took that time to just yeah just listen to myself and just feel like oh what do I actually really need or want right now and a bit uncomfortable because I felt like I haven't done that in a while but that was definitely encouraged beforehand and I think that's one of the most important parts of setting the North Star goal is just taking that time to find that clarity not uh, rushing it after that I was like okay who who can do this you know who who believes in their own worth who can fight for it who can rise up and what kind of qualities does this ha person have so I kind of went about it that way and yeah, fleshed it out in that way or like find the details. And so did it come from a 
I'm just trying to get, so I need to pick your brain. So, because yeah, I want yeah, everybody please. to understand the process that you went through. So did you figure out first, like where you were unhappy and then you created this mantra based off the opposite of that? Like, oh, I, I feel, I don't feel my worth. So therefore I'm going to say a mantra where I do feel my worth and then create a North Star goal based off of that. Yeah. Like at least at that point, it's, it was something I've, I've been putting off for a while. It's just, you know, actually working on my self-esteem and feeling that sense of worth. And I felt that it was too core or like too pivotal to just ignore and just like focus on something else. I felt like I needed to do that. And then obviously, yeah, I can work backwards, right? It's like, if I don't feel like this, obviously my goal is to feel like that. And the mantra just helps, you know, just each morning or just throughout the day, just repeating it and really meaning it. Yeah, helps. Amazing. Yeah, so think about that, guys. When, you, when you're creating a goal, especially a North Star goal, it's good to figure out, well, where, where are you at? First of all, where are you at? We talk about that a lot in our High Noon Talks, this idea of like, we have high ideals a lot of times, right? We things, aspirations that we want to do, big goals. Like, I want to be the best in this career or whatever. But there's like this deep fear of admitting where you are at in respect to that high, like lofty goal or high ideals, right? We like we hang out, Stephen, you and I, with people, a lot of people who end a lot of sentences with and for world peace. Yeah. <laughs> something, something, something for world peace, right? And then that's cool. It's really cool. That's a really high ideal. It's a lofty goal. But it's also good to admit, and I'm also like hundred pounds overweight or whatever, right? Or like <laughs> I my my relationship with my friends or my whatever is chaotic. That is absolutely not only fine, but it's fundamental, right? So you are first assessing your wants. That's part of the North Star goal. Like, what do you want? But then the other part is, where am I at? And then you create this bridge between what you want and where you're at with this, I guess, this saying, this mantra that you created, which is an I am statement are really powerful. Like, I am this. This is the person I'm committed to being. Not I want to be like, but at my core, this is who I am. And this is who I'm going to discover. Because it's not about, I want to be this, because that means that it's something outside of you. Whereas what yeah. you did was that I am this, which means it's in your bones. It's in your bone marrow. But you just have to dig after it. You have to, you know, search for it and unearth it. That you take it, you know, from, you know, you, you bring it out from the deep, recesses of yourself and you bring it out to the surface and that's the process of getting to know yourself so guys yeah please please understand that part of this process i like that thank you for bringing that up Stephen. this idea that it's really important to kind of look at where you're at and so you made this kind of i am statement Stephen, but you didn't necessarily feel that so how did that work where you start this boot camp with this strong statement of who you are committed to being, but you're not quite there yet. Like, how do you bridge that gap? Do you fake it until you make it? Or what, what do you, what, like, what are you doing at that point? Like at the beginning of this? That's a good question. And I feel like what helped a lot was just the statement in itself was empowering. So I think it gave me that courage to maybe change, change those like habits or to affirm the identity I wanted to. So like, I think it's kind of both, at least what comes to mind just talking to you now is like, I felt like exercise and working out was a big part of like forming that identity. I felt every time I exercised, I'm like, yes, I feel empowered. I'm a warrior. Yeah, it sounds very corny, but it worked. I felt stronger and just 
yeah, even if you have a difficult week or, or like maybe a rough time, it's like finding those wins I found was crucial. And that helps you build confidence because a, a big part of my goal was to be my own best friend as well. I was tired of being this like harsh critic and just being like, you suck. I'm just like, no, like I can't, I, I don't want to live like this anymore. So I wanted to back myself. Hmm. Also very cheesy, but if there's a stock of Steve, I wanted to go all in on that stock, right? <laughs> yeah, I would invest in myself sure. like this way. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it is bit by bit. I don't like the phrase fake it until you make it. I'm, I'm not sure if I did that. It's, it's more nuanced than that. Like mm. this idea of you're, you're affirming a belief that you don't yet have doesn't mean that you're faking it because deep down inside, you know it, right? It's just mm, that you don't yeah. fully have the belief solidified yet. Yeah, it's different yeah. than faking it. It's, that's what faith is in a sense, right? Faith is... I think Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said faith is like stepping out in out into a canyon and building the bridge as you're walking kind of thing, just on faith. The bridge isn't there, but you will it, it will be, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Whereas like you're going on faith that you will figure this out and you don't have that full belief, but you're willing to go to a place and build that faith. Mm, yeah. At least like put myself out there. To- yeah, test myself as well, right? To actually, yeah, discover if that's true or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. So I'm trying to give people a framework, right? You know, you have somebody out there who's, let's say they've been working on their sexual integrity for Mm. a few rounds. You know, they've been through high noon and they've seen some spikes of results, but then they revert back to maybe some old habits and they don't, they're almost reassuring themselves that it's not going to be okay, right? So then how yeah, can, yeah. was this your first group that you were a part of or had you already been working on your sexual integrity? I've been working on it for a while. So I feel like I could deeply relate to what you were saying with like spikes or like just very long cycles. So I was introduced to High Noon maybe like two or three years ago, but I joined like group calls, I think like over a year ago, maybe like a year and a half ago. But yeah, throughout that, I had massive peaks and big crashes so it's like i I can definitely relate to so let's let's talk to that person because there's a lot of people like that of of all ages you know we have people in their 50s and 60s who are in similar situations right Mm. which in many cases is exacerbated because they have this added weight of feeling like they should have this figured out already because they're older right but i think that's just a trick that we all play is like i should be better than this i should be further along right so here you are, you've been, you know, aware of us for a couple of years, you've been working on yourself and your sexual integrity for about a year, then you're given this opportunity to go all in on yourself. And you form a North Star goal, which is asserting a belief that you don't yet have, I'm setting the stage for you to, to explain, like, how is it that you didn't then just regress back to, you know, you're excited before the quarter starts, and like, this time is going to be different. And then it isn't, right? That, that was a very high possibility that things could have just ended up the same, but somehow they didn't and you changed. So what is that about? Like what happened there that about this North Star goal that allowed you the opportunity to change? Because you, we're going to get into the changes that you did experience. And there were quite a few and they were pretty big. <laughs> I saw a lot of changes just in you and like your self-assertion of like who you are and like, oh no, mm-hmm. I don't do that. <laughs> like. Things that you used to do, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't do that anymore, right? Just because you had actually changed. So, but I want to start at at the beginning of these three months, like 
you had every opportunity to doubt yourself or to doubt that this process will work. What allowed you the freedom of choosing a different path? I think I was just commit. Like I think just make like stating that North Star goal or like declaring it. I think came with such a big commitment. It wasn't even like in my mind that I wouldn't give it my all or like I would regress. Like okay, it, it wasn't. It wasn't even in the picture. I think faith or, or God has a big part to play in that as well. I really felt like God could give me confidence. Like often I would say, oh, God has my back or like I'm God's champion. And just like, I think that gave me a lot of confidence when maybe I couldn't find it in myself. But yeah, just just starting the North Star goal moved me. It like lit a fire inside me. And what about like, it? The idea of a North Star goal or the one that you created for yourself? Specific, like for the one I stated for myself okay. this specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt, it felt like right when I was saying it. I was like, mm, yeah, this is the right one. Like, you just, you just know. Yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm trying to do this, do a lot of the legwork for the people listening. That wherever you're at, so this is whether you're struggling with porn masturbation or whether you're in a relationship that feels strained. Right? We have a lot of married couples that are in difficult situations then the reality is that most people feel like they've tried and failed so many times this is like on a deep level they might aspire to change on some level but deep down they feel like things are going to end up the same and i know that you've felt that too but what i guess we dug at and discovered in this this part of the conversation is that you were able to believe you were able to find a belief that this time it's going to be different. And that's a definitive moment in anybody's life, right? That That's every single person who's ever lived has, has had that opportunity. And the great people in history are the ones that really believe that this time it's going to be different. Or, you know what, I could be great. From the St. Pauls of the world who like, you know, who could have harbored on the fact that he went around murdering Christians and maybe he's not qualified to become a Christian himself, right? To any number of small players in history who just decided that today's going to be different, right? And that seems to be your story. So it was, you know, just for everybody out there to understand the North Star goal, if you don't know, what what we present is you should have an idea of who you want to be at the end of those three months. And if not, then the chances are you're going to be the same person at the end of the three months, right? (laughs) But if you're conscious about who you want to be then and practice being that person, then you're much more likely going to be at least further along the road of being that person, if not fully embodying that person. And so Stephen took that opportunity to define who he wanted to be. And can you say it? Can you say it again? What what that is, that that mantra that you have? I am worth fighting for. Rise up, you warrior, and take on your life. So you can see, you know, listening to this, how that you could customize that for your life. Like I am a wonderful parent, or I am an amazing child of God, or I am a great employee. I am extremely proud of my body. I'm proud of my actions. You know, I'm proud of the time that I use on my computer. You know, I use my computer instead of it using me. You can adapt it to whatever you're dealing with, but it's a really clear present statement. How long did that take you to come to? Like when I, we had that conversation about the North Star goal at first, and then how long did it take for you to come to that statement that was so powerful? Yeah, yeah, about half a week. But I think the actual like coining of it, I just went on a walk for like maybe an hour or something. And I think that was enough time with like a bit of reflection beforehand to just, yeah, just to find it, just to 
And did you put yourself in kind of like a what if state of mind of like, what if life was great and you allowed yourself to go there? Or was it equal parts? What if, and I don't want. (laughs) Mm, I think more so what if just like, yeah, just imagining, oh, what if like, I was really compassionate and understanding to myself, you know, you know, what would that look like if I made a mistake, but I picked myself back up, you know, I didn't just like wail on me and just like kick myself whilst I was down, you know, what would that look like? And just like visualizing that and those aspects was just, yeah, really helped cement, cement that goal. And yeah, it it created like a, a strong emotional connection with that. Very cool. Now let's go to the process. So that's like the preliminary steps of forming the goal, but like, you know, throughout the three months, you had some ups, a lot of ups, you had some downs. What kept you focused on your North Star goal and moving towards fulfilling that kind of your, the prophecy that you made for yourself? I think the structure of the boot camp helped a lot, just in terms of checking in frequently. I'm not sure if you mentioned it, like we checked in three times a day. And yeah, that was just very helpful because it's easy for a day to just slip by. Sure. And the frequent checking in just prevents that right it's you it's easy to catch yourself and be yeah okay yeah that's the main point right you're training yourself am i engaged with my north star goal am i aligned with this and training that muscle is fine if you're not or if you are but being able to check in with yourself um yeah that was crucial so i, I think otherwise like a week could go by and i hadn't even thought of my north star goal once mm. but that that frequency was like key honestly. yeah Okay, so before we continue, I just want to clarify everybody that that doesn't mean that you need to join a boot camp. You're definitely welcome to. If you qualify, and qualifying means you got to meet with somebody and we have them ongoing. But the metaphors or the activity can be free and clear of any group in particular. The point is that three times a day in in our boot camp, and again, you could find somebody else, you could get an accountability partner, Mm -hmm. just find somebody in your life that you could check in with three times a day via text. We just have like a, you know, telegram group for the boot camp where everybody checks in three times a day in the morning, during the day at some point, and then in the evening, to do an inventory of how engaged were you in consciously building your life, as it pertains to your North Star goal, like specifically, Like, am I becoming more of what I want or did I revert back to the person that I have been? And what you're doing is you're you're not giving yourself a lot of room to veer too far off course. Because if the North Star goal is like your compass, that's where you want to be. So if you take a sharp right turn towards some stupid old habit that you have, then you only have a few hours to like veer off track. Whereas if you don't have this kind of practice of checking in multiple times a day, it could be days. You could be veering off track for days and you can imagine how, how crappy that feels. So the activity of checking in multiple times a day, not did I screw up or did I, (laughs) do I get like a, you know, a gold star or do I get a kick in the butt? No, it's more like, am I in line with the person that I'm committed to being or did I zone out or did I get confused or, or, you know, like it's just so productive because that becomes a core skill that you develop where you're just checking in throughout the day. Am I doing the stuff that I was meant to be doing or am I wasting time on this planet? Okay. So the multiple times a day check-in helped. What else? One-to-one calls with you. They were also very helpful. (laughs) Okay. So explain what those were all about. Yeah. So once, once a week, yeah, along, alongside the 
so like after the group call we would schedule a call with you and then we'd talk to you for half an hour yeah just once a week just about where where we're at and I think just having that call would help digest you know how the week had gone so far and I think also I felt like often if I needed to hear something or I felt like you, you often gave good good suggestions or the topics you would talk about were quite um helpful got it so if you can imagine that these elements exist in the boot camp but you can get these free and clear of, of a structured boot camp right one is check in with somebody multiple times a day we say three or more but three's three's good sufficient a group call with other people who are also working on a north star goal right so these are people who are growth minded as well and the focus of the call is the North Star goal, how you did last week and what you want to do next week. And then a one-on-one -on -one call. By the way, they're scheduled for 15 minutes, but I always go over it because oh, I'm yeah. a blabbermouth. But the purpose of that is that real clear focus time where it's just all about that one person's North Star goal and to do a weekly assessment. Okay, so those three elements are really, really important. Yes, like obviously you may not be available to all of our listeners right so I think maybe like an, an older brother or an older sister like mentor in this way I think someone who can listen to you and someone you can be comfortable sharing with fully is like this kind of who who I would have in mind yeah if I'm outside of the structure right because I'm quite conscious of like um the things I'm saying are very much tied into the boot camp but they can definitely be yeah they're not it's not exclusive right yeah yeah that well that's an important point because it shouldn't just be a boot camp thing. It should be a life thing. The boot camp is meant to be just, you know, an example of of what life could look like, like a metaphor. But the other thing too is this: you're you're going to be trying out a new version of yourself. So you're going to be you're going to need to be around people who are supporting you in that journey. Because if you go around certain people, they won't like the fact that you're changing because they're used to you being a certain way. And whether it's expressed verbally or, or subconsciously, they might just be holding you back. So finding some people to, to connect with that support you testing out being this new version of yourself is really important, right? Because it, it feels foreign because you haven't done this before, you know, because it's a new version of you. So I just wanted to kind of express that. And so you were doing all this stuff and which walls did you hit along the way? Stephen, I think shoulds were quite big. <laughs> shoulds, so I felt. Yeah, I felt like, especially at the start, I was like, "Oh, I should do this or I should do that." Thinking of like weekly actions or what I'd want to do in the week is very much, yeah, what I felt. I yeah, I should be doing. For example, some of that was like learning about finance or something, and they felt very forced in a way. And then, but the beauty of like the North Star goal and actually understanding that it's okay to chop and change how you get there that can you can alter that so actually I realized quite early on that those shoulds didn't serve me and they didn't help so I just discarded them like and I don't think I'd done that before I think maybe sometimes I would like set an all-star goal and have a, a few ways to get there and felt really rigid that I'd have to commit to those and if I stopped I would be like I wouldn't have any integrity but I don't think an all-star goal is that is that rigid or that inflexible? So mm. um, that, yeah. that was quite a, a big turning point for me, just like in terms of understanding what a North Star goal actually is. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So if you can imagine as a, as a pretty accurate metaphor that 
The North Star goal is your destination, which is inside of yourself, right? Again, you don't want to be going outside of yourself. You're going inward. And then there are numerous roads to that ultimate destination. And each week you're experimenting, finding the most, I guess, direct route, right? To experiencing that. So yeah, it's, if you try something, it's really good to what's called swinging for the fences, which is like, you go all out. And if you swing big and you miss and it was a total fail, that it's still a win because you tried and you just, you know, dust yourself off and you try something else again. Right. And so what were some huge changes <laughs> that happened in just three, three months? Mm, yeah. Well, I think, well, cause you brought up snacking, right? I think, yeah, that was a, a tough, tough cookie. Yeah. But it became quite apparent that that was like hindering me. Right. So it's very, it's a very clear response to maybe stress or like unstructured time I would just go to this comfort right of just eating food or like eating some rice or something but I could see that would reduce well that reduced a lot as I went along and okay it's a bit like practical but I think I'd put measures to stop that being in yeah. place so like so I'm living with my mum so I would often like give her if I had any snacks or something I'd just give them to her and like she would just hide them or something but it's just creating barriers. So like more recently, I've tried um, just like shutting the door to like the kitchen and stuff like that, or like putting things in the way. So it's like making it harder for you to do something that you know is not really like healthy for you. It's the same with like watching TV, because I think I'd often snack and watch TV. And I realized actually watching TV doesn't really serve me at all. So I just moved the TV out of the living room and just like tidied it away. So I just, that helped a lot, actually. So I think after I stopped watching TV, I just stop snacking as often or like yeah not as yeah sorry but that's a very like snacking tangent <laughs> <laughs> no no it's good because it's when people have a habit like let's say watching too much tv then then the tendency is to get really frustrated at yourself and hate yourself for watching too much tv try not to watch tv for as long as you can even though you have a tv right in front of you and then eventually go back to tv and then feel crappy about yourself that's the cycle that most people are on. And it's it's very emotional. Whereas what you were doing is you weren't your goal wasn't to focus on eliminating TV. Your goal was yeah, yeah. to become somebody who you want to be. And in the process, you realize that TV was getting in the way. And yeah. it becomes much less of this like deep struggle and much more just the necessary step towards who you want to be, which is a completely different energy, right? Yeah. It's less like you know, good and evil and this epic <laughs> battle. And it's more just like another step in becoming more of who you want. Mm. You know, it's like more casual and it, therefore it's easier to implement in your life because it's not so high stakes. It's just, oh yeah, this is just the thing I need to do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think as you find ways to affirm that identity or that North Star goal um, you're trying to do, it becomes, yeah, so much easier to discern what doesn't serve you. And it becomes yeah, easy to just re remove those things or, or, or make those steps because there's a clear purpose to it. I think like for like waking up or something, it could be really difficult to just try and wake up early for the sake of it. And you could just struggle and just get really like down and like frustrated about that. But if there's a clear purpose or I think I think that helps. There's a different spin on things as well, right? Um, you could relate that to sexual integrity as well. Like focusing on, all, on a North Star goal kind of helps you step away from the constant like, struggle with pornography and masturbation because it's not just 
you and this massive like problem, but now you have somewhere you're heading, right? And it becomes easier to discard that and to yeah find strength in, in where you're actually heading. Um, yeah. And so let's let's get into I guess what happened towards the end. So you're going through this process where you're figuring out how to build a life that that you can be proud of and you're getting rid of some stuff, you're adding some stuff to your life. And so what what is the net result of these three months? Like what what occurred? What took place? Well, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I feel <laughs> worth like I noticed that a couple of weeks before the end of the uh, boot camp and I was like, oh, I'm all right. Like I feel I feel proud of myself and I feel that that sense of worth and I was like that that was yeah, that was like really moving for me. So that I feel like I reached I reached that North Star goal. So that was a huge thing. I think I found more confidence in myself. Yeah, it's very easy to to get stuck in the mindset of like I can't do this or like I'm a bad speaker. Yeah, for example. So I felt you helped me challenge that. I wanted to become more confident, right? And then I thought to myself, what does that mean? You know, if I'm confident, okay, what to do? What do I do with that? Right. But a big like the next step was like sharing that or maybe helping other people. So I went outside of my comfort zone and like volunteered to give like give talks or do these things. I think I would never have done that. Well, that was crazy. That was one of the <laughs> So we had a talk on a Thursday and I kind of challenged you, hey, go talk to this guy and see if you can, you know, give a talk at one of his <laughs> events that he has, thinking, you know, a few weeks away. And then the guy's like, Oh yeah, can you speak tomorrow? And it was like, it was such a one of those God moments where yeah, yeah. there's this cosmic spark that took place. And the next day you were put in a situation where you were allowed to kind of rise up to the challenge. So it was perfect. There's so many opportunities when you're looking at them mm, to step up, yeah, but we're not usually looking for them. I remember you saying something that, you know, something that I've asserted many times, just generally, but you said it specifically about yourself. This, you said... You know, a strange thing took place. This is paraphrasing. Okay. It's strange, but it's like pornography has completely lost its grip on me. It's like I'm not mm. struggling to keep it out of my life anymore. It's just like it doesn't even make sense for who I am now. And that's yeah. exactly what I've been saying, you know, like <laughs> uh, is possible. And, but you, when you said it, it was like, it was amazing. It was really amazing to hear somebody speak so specifically about this how this process took place in their lives right so do you think that there's a strong correlation or a direct correlation between the fact that you felt more self-worth and the fact that porn had less of a hold on you yeah yeah most definitely it's, yeah it's that identity again right like this this is who i want to be do they watch porn like, of course not so why, why would i do that then like as that sense of self becomes stronger it becomes easier and easier to to say no to yeah to stand up for yourself or to to uh, yeah yeah find that strength amazing now on the other side of these three months like who have you become or how have you really substantially changed yeah i think the biggest thing is just that i'm excited about life the future i think that's like the deepest change and one that i'm most grateful for is i think before before the boot camp i felt like i was dreading the future a lot or i was yeah, maybe quite negative or harsh on myself. I feel like, I mean, at the end of this process, I, that's like flipped round, but that was obviously bit by bit. But on the other side of that, yeah, I just feel just excited about the future and more confident that 
I can create a future that I want. And, you know, I have, I have that power. I have that strength. Yeah. Kind of macro level skill set that you're able mm-hmm. to understand that change is possible and that you'll will, you will be able to figure out a way to change and figure out how you want to change and what you need to do. And then you'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Do you have any, any, anything else that you'd like people to understand about the North Star goal that we haven't covered before we go? Sure. I found it quite helpful if I was maybe a bit stuck, like asking myself, is there anything I'm avoiding? I thought that was quite a helpful question to ask. So like one of those was like, yeah, public speaking or putting myself out there volunteering. So then quite naturally, I did those things <laughs> to like, uh, to challenge myself or to maybe build this more, this resilience, right? And another one of those is like, like facilitating. I think that's part of the recovery process. Like I was hearing it on this like podcast called Born Free Radio. Um, he's talking about how like, when you feel like you've recovered, then by helping other people is, is part of that cycle or is part of that process. And I felt that opportunity had come before, but I'd avoided it. And I think that led me to coming back down, regressing because I refused to step up, basically. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I Good say. advice, people. Because sometimes we're short on facilitators because there's, I think, a belief system that is too prevalent where people think that they're not qualified for whatever reason, but it's absolutely, it solidifies. The best way to understand is to teach, right? Is that it really puts it deep into you. Like the, the lessons that you need to learn yourself become much more evident when you yourself become a teacher. So Stephen stepped up and now he's facilitating co- with me together, side by side, uh, the next boot camp. We have two groups now. It's expanding. So please, yeah, please you know, this is to help you understand the North Star goal more clearly. If you have any questions, please reach out to me, reach out to Steven, reach out to somebody, reach out to God, but just don't not create a North Star goal. They're so fundamental to a a happy, healthy life. Steven, thank you for not only your time and for doing this, but thank you for your hard work and for being a great example for others to follow in. Thank you. Thank you for yeah just this opportunity Uh, i'm so grateful just to be able to share Uh, thanks for all your support over these past three months so worse and then steven why don't you end with say your north star goal in like a deep booming powerful voice (laughs) (laughs) i am worth fighting for rise up you warrior and take on your life take on your life everybody see you next time Hey, Andrew Love here, and I wanted to plant a seed in your mind before you go. You see, a lot of people, when they start to consume our content, they listen to our podcasts, they watch our videos, they read our blogs, they start to believe in the idea of freedom as a possibility for them and their lives, and it is. You can break free from porn, you can build amazing, eternal relationships, but it requires you to make the jump. It requires you to commit to transformation. And that only happens when you invite other people into your journey. You see, a lot of people think that because I got into porn by myself, I can get out of it by myself. And that's the wrong thinking. It's not about simply removing a negative force from your life. It's about creating fulfillment and connection and intimacy with other people. 
So we really recommend first and foremost that you build a team of accountability partners, facilitators, group members, and we can do that. We have all that waiting for you, but you need to first reach out to us. If you already have people in your life that you think can help you, we have online courses that will teach you both how to create a dynamic that works in terms of accountability. But if you don't have an accountability partner, we already have volunteers who are waiting for somebody to help. We have groups that are waiting for somebody like you. But your role and your job is to merely reach out to us and we can work together with you to create a powerhouse team so that you can build the life of your dreams. We look forward to hearing from you.